Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this podcast, I'm going to go over different phases of your business, and you may start off with the budget phase, and I'm going to talk to you about kind of the transitions and the different levels to get into what I would call the advanced or elite stage of your business, and this goes with a lot of different factors. So I'll cover this in the podcast. It's kind of hard to explain in a little intro like this, but you'll kind of get the gist of it as you listen to today's podcast. Pool Service Pro. Open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So when you first start any business, you probably don't want to overdo it because then you will overdo it, of course, and then you may put yourself out of business. So I see this a lot in different businesses out there. You know, I'll see a restaurant that opened up and they're like super fancy when they don't really need to be that fancy. So they'll invest, you know, tons of money in fixtures and making the place look spectacular. But then they realize later that the first thing they should have done was market the business so that you actually know it exists because how many times have you driven past a restaurant in town and you didn't see it and it's been there for six months. And so you want to also keep that in mind with pool service. It may not be kind of the same direct kind of analogy here, but I think, you know, you don't want to buy a $30,000 truck and invest in tons of premium equipment that you probably don't need right away and then realize that you don't have any accounts. And so, These are kind of the things, the cart before the horse kind of thing. As my grandpa always used to say, don't get the cart before the horse. And I think the same thing goes with starting your pool service business. So do you need a riptide? Do you need a power vac? Do you need a bottom feeder? I don't think so at the beginning because you're not doing that many accounts. And so getting through the day faster is not the priority. Learning the business, learning the trade, dealing with the customers, cleaning the pools, this is more or less what you need to focus on when you first start because you're only going to have a handful of accounts unless you purchase a route and then that's a whole other story about getting equipment but that probably I'll save that for a different podcast but if you're just starting out in the business and you want to start from ground zero I don't think the first thing you want to do is purchase a riptide because that's not you know going to move the needle as much as you think it would and you're going to invest you know eighteen hundred two thousand dollars the battery and everything else um, into that piece of equipment that you may not even use because you don't have enough service accounts to use it in. So unless you budget for the premium equipment when you first start your business, I wouldn't um, invest in it until you get going and you're self-sustaining. So once you reach a certain point in your business, however, in California, it's different than other states, but in California, when you have about 70 to 80 accounts, I would say that you're pretty much self-sustaining You have enough money to pay all your bills. You have some money to put away for savings and investing, which is really important. 
And then you have profit in your business where you can use that money to invest in better equipment. So if you're cleaning that many pools, you're going to definitely need the more premium equipment. So again, you would want to invest in the Riptide, the bottom feeder, power vac, or a hammerhead to kind of speed up your day out there. You also want to invest in premium pool poles, like the primate pole would be one that I can mention. That's a great pole. That's carbon fiber, but it's $220 for the base model of that pole. And so investing in a better equipment at that point is logical. You don't want to stay, you know, kind of on the budget when you're pretty much advanced and elite at that point, because then you're kind of like wasting time and not really using your resources properly. I guess another way to put it is why you're on a budget starting out your business. You're not really worried about getting through your day quicker and making your job easier. You're just kind of in survival mode. You know, can I pay the bills every month? Can I get more accounts? That's kind of the mode you're in at that point. But when you have 70 or 80 accounts, you're in the next mode here where you're thinking, okay, how can I get through my day faster? How can I make my day easier? How can I increase my service account load without overdoing it too much? You know, can I bring an employee on at this point? All these are kind of the new thinking when you get to that level. And therefore, you're going to have to kind of change how you reinvest in your business. And I did a podcast on reinvesting a while back. And you're going to have to figure out ways to reinvest in your business at this point to make your life easier and to kind of streamline your business. And a lot of that has to do with, of course, better equipment and, you know, making yourself the premium service. So getting a Lamont spin touch where you can do 10 test factors in 60 seconds. You know, you show up at a bid with the Lamont spin touch, break it open at the, at the pool side and test your customers, potential customers water there. You may land that account nine times out of 10 because it's pretty cool looking and you're pretty advanced at that point or pull up with a riptide on the back of your truck, you know, or go back there with the bottom feeder, things like that give you a lot more professional, like I don't know how to say it correctly, give you a lot more, better optics, I'll say. You know, it looks really good when you have the premium equipment out there. And so I think you want to go back to the, is this a need or a want kind of basic things when you budget for this stuff. At the beginning, when you're starting out, um, it's a want, it's not a need. But when you get established, it's definitely a need at that point because now you're looking at kind of condensing your day getting through the day faster not wearing yourself out because now you're doing 80 accounts versus doing 20 accounts and I get asked all the time you know when I'm starting out what equipment do I need well you need a, a good pole so you can get you know a skim light pole is really good get one of those it's like 80 bucks or a power pole you um, prana power pole get a leaf rake maybe two of them in case one breaks Get a system vacuum, which is a hose. You know, a 40-foot hose is more ideal than a 50-foot hose in most cases. Get a vacuum head. Um, that, I would say, get a premium one. So I would start off with the Pentair ProVac because that one's going to last you, even though it's a bit of an investment. And then you need a good pool brush. You know, I like the Sweepies brush. I sound like I'm doing a commercial here for products, but I'm not really. Um, I really like these products, and I think these are what you need. You'll need a caddy or a tote or just a 5 gallon bucket to carry stuff back in and that's basically what you need to get started of course a good test kit so i would start with the taylor um, 2006 kit that's a good kit to start out with and then you can move up to the photometers later when you get more established you may need a digital salinity meter to test the salt level in pools 
Um, but beyond that, that's enough to get you started, get out there. And that's basic equipment you can use to customers pull the vacuum, the pull out with. And if you're only doing 20 or 30 pulls a week, you're perfectly fine with just the basic equipment. If you want maybe something to help with leaf debris, you can get a leaf master, a leaf bagger, get one of those condensing garden hoses, and then you can kind of have like a poor man's vacuum system out there. It's slow, monotonous, but it does work effectively with pools of a lot of, a lot of debris in there. And I've used that effectively over the years. And then gradually work your way up as you get more accounts to the more elite level where you're looking at equipment that's going to save you time. And then at that elite level, you're also looking at weaning off some of the trouble accounts or the dog pools or the pools that take you a long time. So if you have a pool that takes you 40 minutes to clean and then you have two other pools that take 15 minutes to clean, you definitely want more of those 15-minute pools. So once you get maybe two or three more of those, you can kind of consider dropping that 40-minute pool just because you're picking up pools that are quicker and better, you don't need that pool. So you can maybe sell it to somebody or just tell the customers out of your service area. And hopefully you're not doing the neighbor across the street at that point. But any way you can to kind of dump that pool and kind of get more of the quicker premium pools. Automatic cleaners are in there. Customers, you know, agree to all the upgrades, no problem. And then you're at that next level where all your pools are quicker closer together. If you have outlying pools that are pretty far away, let's say it takes you 10 or 15 minutes to drive to them, you may want to drop those and just kind of condense it to a smaller route closer because time is money. And that's stuff you do at the elite level. And then of course, at that level, you can start using other products in the pool. And you can start this also when you're starting out with the budget. You can, you know, get the pool RX, you can use phosphate removers, add boys to the pool. These are all things you can do on the budget also. But I think once you start getting a large amount of pools, adding an enhancer to the pool is kind of a must because then you're getting away from the old way of doing it with the trichlor tablets, liquid chlorine and sodium bromide or shock um, to keep the pools maintained. So there are definitely better ways to keep a pool balance going forward. And you can definitely learn all that. You know, when you're starting out, you're just learning and then when you get more advanced, hopefully you've taken courses like Bob Lowry offers a certified residential. Hopefully you get CPO certified so that if someone calls you from an HOA or an apartment complex, you can definitely take on that service account because now you're CPO certified and so you can work with the health department, no problem. Most areas you don't need CPO certification to do residential pools, but it's good to have it so that if you do get a call from an HOA or from an apartment complex or hotel, you can step right in and bid that pool because you're CPO certified. So all these are things that you can, of course, do right away when you first start out um, on a budget. Um, but definitely, if you're in the elite or advanced phase, you definitely need to be CPO certified, residential certified, or certified residential, I should say. And you should be going to the trade shows, learning, taking courses, getting better, and all these things add to your business at that level. So you have to start somewhere. I understand that. And you can't, you know, I've, of course, have gone horseback riding on several occasions, but I don't know how to saddle a horse. I don't even know how to get up on a horse properly without the instructor there. And so I don't think I'm going to be buying a ranch any day soon and offering, you know, horseback riding tours. So it's one of those things where you kind of start out with a limited amount of knowledge and resources and kind of build off of it. 
And again, you don't want to, you know, get everything and get started and just crash and burn because you, you didn't budget properly. So realize that you're starting out. You're not going to have that nice shiny riptide in the back of your truck the first year, maybe the first year or two. Um, but you're going to have the premium stuff later as you need it, as you build your pool company up to that level. It may be quicker. It may be sooner than later, depending on how aggressive you are and what area you're in and how good you perform in your business. But chances are, if you start with everything, it's not going to be the best thing. You're going to be that restaurant owner, you know, with the $100,000 fixtures in there, you know, the nice stools and the nice um, chairs, nice wall paintings, mirrors, nice carpet, and you're going to have two customers in there. So be wary of getting the cart before the horse. And just real quick on the flip side, if you are at that level and you're making good money, good profit, you're growing your business and you're not getting the you know premium equipment for you or your employees, you're really not helping yourself by saving that money when you could be buying better equipment. So I see a lot of guys that are very well established that never invest in a vacuum system for themselves or their employees. And I think they're missing um, some of the aspects of being successful is that you know, you make your life easier with your success by getting stuff that's going to help you. And I think that's really important to also keep in mind that there is a time to be a budget business and there's a time to be an elite business where you spend the resources to make your life better, your employee's life better, and get the job done in a better fashion. So don't kind of be in that mentality of a budget business when you're not anymore. I think that's really going to keep you down and you're going to realize that you could have finished your day sooner and easier in a lot of cases. And if you're interested in the other podcasts I've recorded, I think I have like 570 something podcasts at this point. You go to my website and on the banner, swimmingpoollearning.com is a website on the banner. You can get, you can scroll to the podcast icon, click on that. It'll take you to the previous podcast I've recorded. And if you're in the business and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out the coaching program I offer at PoolGuyCoaching.com. And you can learn about the great benefits there. Again, that's PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.